Y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? Turn it up. One, two, three. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel and Holly, uncensored from Hot 101.5. Miguel and Holly uncensored. Hi. Make sure all these microphones work. <laughs> yes. There we go. We hadn't done this in a while. All right, we didn't test this out before. Holly, Check. which one are you on? I'm on three. Three? Why do I sound muffled? Let's see here. Scott, talk. Hey. Wait, so no, you're that's, two. He's two. All right, so if Ryan comes in here, he'll be four. Yes. All right, here we are. Hey. Miguel and Holly Uncensored. We are back after yet another uh, voluntary <laughs> sabbatical from doing the podcast. We need to just stop saying we're going to get better at it because we're not. I know. It's just... I, I don't even know what happened this time while we haven't done it. I mean, it was just, we were busy. Um, hey, Ryan. Ryan's here. Come on in this piece, boy. Get up on his microphone. Uh, so my name is Miguel Fuller. That is Holly O'Connor. Hi. Uh, producer Ryan just walked into the studio, and we have a, a new person that's sort of like officially, unofficially uh, on the show, joining us, helping us. Um, it's not a f- nothing like official. No documents have been signed, but uh, it is Scott. Hey, it's good to be here. Scott, Scott, um, associate assistant producer Scott. Yes. Uh, that that's what we're calling you on the air, Scott. How old are you? I am 21 years of age. You're 21 years old. Yeah. Holly could be your mom. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> that is false. No, actually, I was before you all walked in, I was just thinking, um, I was watching that show that we're endorsing Love Is, the yeah. own show. Yeah. And th- the first, one of the first parts takes place in 96. Yes. And I was like, last night as I was watching, I was like, I bet you Scott was born around that time. And what year were you born? 96. 90 yep. freaking 6. Like, literally, I remember 96. I was in the 6th grade. Like, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I mean, I guess absolutely technically, I technically could. <laughs> That's close, yeah. though. I that. think in 1996, I got those cool shoes with the Velcro instead of the shoelaces. Oh. <laughs> because you were three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elementary school. Oh, Stop making I know. me feel old. No, no, you're not old. Listen, this is just life. Life happens. It just keeps on <laughs> what going. No, it's true. I'm just saying that like it doesn't it, it you're not old because of your age. It's because of how you act. And Holly, there are other people that we work with that are younger than you. Gosh. That it feels like they are significantly older than you are. I sometimes look at the people that you're referring to and they are younger than me by maybe even five, six, seven years. Yeah. And I'm like, do you do you do anything that's fun? No, they go knitting. That that's about it. They don't do anything <laughs> else. A sewing circle. Yes, that's it. That's All it. Right. Uh, but yeah, so Scott, you uh, joined uh, our promotion squad when? In April. It was like middle of April. Yeah. In April, and so you go to USF. You are going into your senior year. Senior year, last one. Wow, how exciting is that? Oh. Senior year. Uh, so here's what happened. How how this all went down is, I had a. 
uh, remote or a broadcast, if you will, at a a car dealership. Mm -hmm. And so usually on those sort of broadcasts, you get a few people that come by, but it's you're, you're not super busy, so you have a little time to get to talk and to know people. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who I was there with, uh, but it was one of the old hats on the promotion squad. It was Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Yep. And Nicole said when I first got there, I think you're going to like Scott because he <laughs> likes radio. Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Which you would hope that's the case for all the people that yeah. come through the promotion yeah. squad. So, right. Sadly, that is not the case. Well, and you know, and not, not to say anything bad, no. it's just a lot of them uh, just love music. Music. And or this, they're trying things out. Right. Which and is good. Exactly. They're sort of, this is sort of like their, let me figure out if I want to do music. Do I want to do music festivals? Or, you know, maybe this will help me decide. Yeah. But Nicole said, you know, because I'm a big old radio geek, and she said, he loves radio. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. And then you see him and you're like, oh, oh hey, okay. Scott. Oh, I knew that was going to yes. pop in. Oh, I don't know. Now we got two hot mans on the show, <laughs> Ryan and Scott. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, my God. That's how Miguel t- determines who joins yes. his team. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We only take attractive members. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunate people need not apply. No. Apparently. <laughs> well, Holly, I feel like especially when we first start working together, we fill that quotient a long time. Yeah. So I feel like we don't need any more people that are in our boat, okay? Yeah, Miguel's no. like, throw the resumes away, just give me their Facebook link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me see those profile pics. We need mm-hmm. to know what we're dealing with here. Uh, no, but no, but here's, because I, I, and I don't know if I told you this, Scott, I, t- I called Holly yeah. after the remote because- as a radio person who loves this industry so much, one of the things that I've been the most disappointed about in moving here to a big market, and I thought coming here that we would have all these promotions kids that would like want to go after my job. Like I just assumed all of them were going to be like, I want to be on the air. How do I do it? You were I'm- ready to do battle. Yes, girl. I was like, come for me, bitch. Come for me. Mm. And then all of them were like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to be on the air, but I, I mean, really I don't really, know. I don't. But not like, I don't really want to get up early or anything. Like, right, I just, right. They're like, I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't want to work at Publix. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. They're like, I just want to get to concerts for free if right. that's a thing. Right. Which is, again, that's fine, but that's not what. How, how we entered the business. No, exactly. Because, I mean, I, I the promotion squad I started on back in the day, it was, I mean, there was like four of us, five of us, and it was very small. And most of them were kind of like, I kind of want to do radio. But I was the one who was like in everybody's office, asking questions, getting there early, staying late. I was the one that got on the air first because I was like, I want to do this, and what do I need to do? So I just thought that it would be like that here, but it hasn't been outside of Ryan. Ryan's the only, and Ryan's ever wanted to be on the air, but he's taken um, direction and he's learned and he's progressed. And, and whenever- the skills that he has, anyway, are so helpful to oh, what it is that we do. Yes, yes. So Ryan's been a wonderful, picture perfect addition, uh, picture of like what can happen. Mm-hmm. And so when I met Scott, I was like, oh my God, he loves radio. I'm, I'm geeking out just talking about radio <laughs> with him because yeah. no one ever talks about it like that. Yeah. And so now here you are. Yeah, he here did call I, me, by yeah. the way. And Miguel. I think it was a text. I don't know. But he was like, I found a person. I think I found a person. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Because I never like anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> she doesn't. Fine. Miguel's <laughs> always like, you remember 92-1 in uh, Oklahoma? Right. And then he's like, this guy. And I'm like. 
No, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I keep track of like all radio people, and yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm like, have files. you have you seen this bit? Like, it's it's pretty funny. I saw it, and he's like, oh, I know who that is. Right. <laughs> he's like, I already seen. I had seen it. I seen it. I seen it. And so it was just. It's just been nice to have someone that's excited about it and that takes initiative. So just keep that in mind as you uh, progress through the business. So. Uh, but I wanted to spend some time sort of just getting to know you because we don't, mm-hmm. you know, we've had you on the air a couple of times. And, you know, with the way our show works, there's no time to get to know someone like not back in the day. Nope. Where I would be like, well, let's sit down and talk oh, yeah. about it. It was like a damn fireside chat back in the day. Like Miguel would come, bring you in, sit you down. Yeah, girl. That's let's when talk. we found out that our previous producer had size, whatever it was, shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many hands? Yeah. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> All right. First order of business, you yeah. have to call your girlfriend right now, and we have to ask her a couple questions. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is unavailable. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there for the first podcast. I was going to wait at least one <laughs> podcast before. Oh, you're getting reserved in your old age. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm sort of like just sort of winging them in slowly. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah how you do it. Uh, so you do have a girlfriend. I do. And I how do. long have you and her been together? Almost two years at this point. Two My longest years. relationship, yeah. Wow. Now, Time how did you cut two- it off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan! No, it's going strong. It's going well. <laughs> now, when did you two meet, or how did you two meet? We met through, well, at USF. We both joined the orientation team. So when we're bringing in new students to the university, one thing led to another. You get really close with the team, but, you know, I just started, you know, getting some feelings for her, and mm-hmm. then... Oh, you I, got real close. Real yeah. close. I, I started, you know, I really wanted, I really did like it and I worked for it. I really did because there's points where in previous relationships that I just wanted to just, I gave up on a lot of things. I just didn't like anyone until finally started feeling things out with her and one thing led to another. What and then, did you feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how long did you feel? <laughs> okay. Hey. Different podcast. Hey. <laughs> well, okay. So how long did it take before you two joined the orientation before you went on the first date? Well, we joined around January, so you join in January, you're going through training, and then when summer happens, that's when all the new students are coming in, and so we were friends through about, you know, June, July, and then about, you know, the end of July, August, that's when we started, you know, flirting back and forth, and then I considered it dating, but we are very confused for a long time until finally it was like, okay, we're together. Kids nowadays. Mm, right. They're like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Hanging out. We're just talking. Yeah. How long did it take before y'all were <laughs> intimate? <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, not that long. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a couple hours. We... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hi, I'm Scott. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Wow. Once we figured out that we like really were into each other, I mean, it kind of just took off from there. And th- mm-hmm. that's when I considered like we were dating because that's she was the only one that I wanted to be with, and it kind of went back and forth like that. That's cute. Yeah. Thank you. You found out you were into each other, and then you were into each <laughs> other. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ryan's coming with a fire. He's like, I haven't oh. been here in a few weeks. I know. <laughs> I know. I love it. All right. So when you're in college and you, cause. Don't you live on campus? I do. Right now, I live on. I've lived on campus for three years now. Yeah. Now, is it a dorm situation, or because I feel like it's not a traditional dorm like how when I came up through college, it's like apartment style. No, I mean you still have you know two people to a room. My first year, we had what they call suite style, where you have two people in a room, you share a bathroom. I shared a bathroom with eight others. We all had like one bath. It Wait, was you share a room with somebody? Yeah, you share a room with someone. Like, I had a roommate. A bed on each yeah, side of the room. Bed on each side. How do you bring your girlfriend in there? 
you you plan things out with each other. You, you know, have like, like a log on the front door. <laughs> put a sock on the door. You text them. You have to like that's a called you, you get sexiled. Like that's where that came from. Wait, sexiled? I didn't. I, I, I never that? had a roommate. What? Well, when I lived with Corey, my last two years of college, we had an apartment, and so we had separate rooms. Oh. So my first two years, when I had a traditional dorm where you oh. sleep in the same room. I didn't have because I was the RA, so I never had anyone. Oh, you're fresh. Oh, you. oh, that's because you were a j- okay. Yeah, I got it. Crazy at school. Yeah, I got it. No, if mm. you you gotta like work out at set time if you're in a room. Like my roommate would sexile me, so I'd have to be like, listen, uh, I got Paul coming over in oh, about ten minutes. So hey, could Paul. you just go to the library? And I'd be like, how long are you gonna be? She's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So and that was before. I'm so old. That was before cell phones. Oh, my God. So. Whoa. I remember. You had to get on AIM, and then you'd be like, girl, can I come back to the room? You're like, no, bitch, shut up. So. Scott's like, there's a time without cell phones? No. It's so awful. I didn't even get my first cell phone until I was 22. Wow. Oh, I now know. I feel really young in the room. I know. <laughs> and Scott, when did you get your first cell phone? I got it when I was, my first cell phone, oh wow, when I was in fifth grade. Okay. <laughs> what? But I shared I shared it with my brother. Okay. I would share, we had this block phone. Now, hey, before smartphones, I'm not that young, but yes, we had a block, well, we <laughs> shared it back and forth. Did you yeah. get texting? Yeah, well, no, no. I was one of those kids that didn't have texting until like, Middle of middle school, kind of end of it, oh my and that was on a very limited, only a couple. Mm. And then I well, finally got my first cell phone in high school per yeah. message. Mm-hmm. And then your parents or whoever owned the cell phone bill, they could be like, "I had yeah. seen that you sent forty messages." And like, well, and yeah. then that was when you'd be like, "Oh, only call me after nine because yes. yes. it's on the free. weekends." Exactly, <laughs> free, free nights, nights and weekends. weekends. Yes, I remember one time my mom got so mad at me. Well, it was like when I just graduated college, and I wanted to be cool like some of my friends, and so I changed my voicemail, and I was like, "Hey, there's." Still 10 days left in the month, so just call me after 9 because I don't have any more minutes on my phone. Oh, my God, minutes. My mom called me and was like, don't you ever put that fucking shit on your <laughs> voicemail again. Sound like a poor person. I was like, I am. I don't have any money. Don't call yeah. me before 9 o'clock. Bye. Yeah. So... I'm sorry. I feel like we took that into tangent. tangent. No, Sex we did. Style. I love it. So, Sex like, style. that's what you have to do. So, when you share a room like that, and that was, I mean, when you're going through college, you have to work out a schedule. Or where does your girlfriend live? She lives, well, she has an apartment, like, right off campus. Okay. So, oh. does she have a roommate roommate, or she has her own room? Well, this past year was when she finally had, like, her own room. Okay, so, I mean, so that you helped can go over to her yeah. place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how... <laughs> You get around some shit. Hell yeah. yeah. So this is what I'm curious about and what I wanted to to get to the podcast with you is I'm 32. I can now look back at the people that I dated back then and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so clear that I was nowhere ready mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually to be in a serious relationship. But at the time... That's what I wanted. I thought my life would be so much better if I had someone with me. And now I'm like, thank God I never really went down that road. Because you weren't, you weren't ready. I, I, I was not ready at all. So now you're 21. You've been together for two years. What's the next step? I mean, you you graduate next spring. Mm-hmm. Does she graduate next spring? Yeah, she does. Okay. What do y'all, are y'all going to 
proposing, you you getting <laughs> you're moving in, you're gonna move to the same city. What are y'all gonna do? Well, the one thing that's really good about us, we both have our own plans. I mean, we definitely. She wants to go into dentistry, so she's got to go to school for that for four years. Yeah. And I mean, I'm working. My I want to go into radio. Whatever it takes, wherever I have to go, like that's the plan. We've both been able to keep very clear communication with what we want to do and making sure that. If it ends up being long distance, whatever that happens, we need to focus on our careers first. And then if we work out in the long run, then we're going to be set. But we can't hold each other back from accomplishing the things that we wanted to accomplish before we were together. So it's it's tough. I mean, it's definitely tough. But because, you know, I I had a feeling as we were talking in the office uh, to get in the studio and I knew I wanted to go down this path and I was wanting to hear what your answer would be to that type of question because I was like, I we might need to have an intervention. (laughs) Yeah, because I just feel like so many times I've seen so many friends who right after college got married. And at the time I would be like. I'm so jealous. I wish that were me. I know. One of my college roommates got married right after college. Mm -hmm. We were all in the wedding. And those weddings, admittedly, are fun. Oh, my gosh. Because you have Mm -hmm. all the people that you just went to college with. Yes. And, you know, I'm like, God, I am nowhere near this stage in my life. No. Uh, How did they get so, you know, crazy with that? And sometimes it works, but a lot of times it doesn't. I mean, and so I can can see the laundry list of uh, the awkward memory photos that come up on Facebook. I'm like, oh, they're not together. They're not together. They're Mm. not together. So my advice that you didn't ask for (laughs) was going to be just that, that focus on it. Obviously, stay connected and, you know, keep doing what you need to do. But you got to, like, get that career because also what we've seen are people that sort of one person who said, you know what, I'll take the back seat while you do your career. And then you wake up one day and you're like, well, what did I do with my life? Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to sort of find that fulfillment and joy uh, for yourself. Yeah. And then that other person just sort of enhances it once you've found that in for yourself. And there's no hurry. No. There's no hurry. No. Mm. Except for when you ask my mom. And Oh. Well, good Lord. I had a conversation with her maybe three weeks ago and just casually just dropped out that my boyfriend, uh, Mr. Silver Fox, and I had just had the conversation like very early in our relationship of like who would propose because you know it's two men so who would do that and he goes do you have to have a conversation about that always uh, um no i don't no i I wouldn't say a blanket like you always have to but um i want it because you know i'm a control freak and i was like do i need to plan a unicorn and a zebra and a red hot balloon he goes no i've already thought about how i would do it and i was like okay so you're doing it got it oh so I told my mom that, not realizing realizing I hadn't told her that before. Yeah. And she started crying, and she was like, "Oh my God, I've never been in a wedding, and I just uh, never thought that you uh, would get to that point." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, ho, ho, ho!" That was literally a conversation. Like, with that, stop. No, that's it's not. It's You're not. Like, let's just go Shh. one step at a time. Shh. One Shh. step at a time. Can we just get to our one year anniversary first? Like, let's just let's just get there first, okay? True. Mm. So, Holly, how have you been? Oh, what? Are we switching gears? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're, we're coming All right, back. done. I'm good. Yeah, we're coming back to Scott. <laughs> I'm good. Um, What you want to know? I don't know. <laughs> it's well, like, sup? Nothing. Like, hey. nothing. I feel <laughs> okay, like tender I... Okay, conversation. I know. Like, I feel like I have been sort of in a routine, and I, I mean, I, we've been doing, like, fun, cool things, but nothing, like crazy mm-hmm. i guess the biggest when is the last time we did a podcast mike helta 
like a month ago. And we didn't really talk about us at all. No. Uh-uh. So before that, I don't even remember. <laughs> I think was my boyfriend in. Was well, Justin I in? think he had just. Uh, I don't know. Let me look and see. All right. So I, f- I feel like that might have been the last time. So I guess living situations have changed since then, mm-hmm. I guess. So he for sure moved in. Like he, I don't even know when the last time we talked about this. Sorry when did if he it's move rehashing. in? Sorry Yes. The last time before Mike Calta was when we had Justin in. Okay. When was that? April? April 26th. Okay, I think he had already he had moved in. So April he moved in and then uh, my mom has moved back in in the time being. Oh, so that's the update. That's the life update. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. yeah, and I was stressing out like hardcore about this whole transition um, and everything having to do with my mom. Obviously, like, if you've kept up with the podcast, just to give you a super brief overview, um, she found a brain tumor back in the fall, had surgery. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, well, she's going to spend a couple days recovering and be back on the, you know. Nope. It's been like a six-month, like, she couldn't talk. She couldn't – it's been crazy. So then she had to go to assisted living. And then back in April, her doctor was like, oh, yeah, she can come home. And I was like – uh, now? Because mm. I was not prepared. Not to mention, Justin had just moved in, and we sort of got this nice routine together with him and I and my daughter, um, and he was taking her to school and all this. And so then, as soon as the doctor said that, in front of my mom, no less, oh, she's gosh. like, oh, coming home. And I was like, I, we need, let me, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. So I, like, the whole thing with my mom being in the assisted living, I had just been getting more and more stressed out. And um, Justin and I talked about it, and I went to go see a psychiatrist because I was, like, I just felt anxious all the time. Mm. And, like, there were some times during the show, and I don't even think we talked about this. I think I told my psychiatrist this. There were some times during the show when, um, like, the ball would drop, and it was my fault, and it's because I was just so overwhelmed with all of that shit going on. Mm. So, like, you'd be, like, cue up the, where I always know, because we play so well off each other, Mm -hmm. like, you'd cue up the trending tease, and I'd be like, wait! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! And so Mm. I told him that, and I'm like, I didn't know what I needed. I was like, do I, am I like having ADD? Is it ADHD? What is happening? And he's like, no, he's, he's like, if you've never had any issues with that before, um, it's unlikely that it would just develop now. And so he asked about the bigger picture and I just get into all this with my mom. And he's like, I think that you're just having like general anxiety disorder about Mm. all of this. And so, um, I got back on Zoloft. Oh, so you're back on some antidepressants. Yeah, because antidepressants, like, or depression and anxiety kind of go hand in hand. And it was less about the depression this time. I was on Zoloft for a few years back, like, in 2010. Um, And so that was for depression. But this, it's not really, I guess it can't, like, because they are hand in hand, but it's more so the anxiety. I would get locked on something, and then I would just, like, not be able to work through it or I'd always be thinking about it in a loop you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and then it it was starting to impact the show like we've just we just talked to Scott about this a little earlier off the podcast but it's like when you come into the show you got to put all your shit out the door but I was having a hard time doing that because of the loop Mm. so um before my mom moved home that's when I saw the psychiatrist he's like yeah, just try the Zoloft so I got back on it and I think it has definitely helped because now Whenever a situation arises with my mom, where before I would be like, oh my God, like I mm. cannot, like what am I going to do? And then I, I couldn't 
figure out what I was going to do. And then the thing would come and then I would like stress out about it and freak myself out. I'd had a couple of panic attacks in the months prior. Mm. And then now that I'm on it, something will come up and I feel myself get like kind of triggered in the back of my head about it. Like I'll be like, this is stressing me out. But then what I'm able to do is go, it's fine. Mm. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to like let it go. Mm. And move on with my day. And that's, I think, because of the Zoloft and helping the anxiety. And so you feel like a basically almost like a different person because of it. Yeah, I feel much less stressed all the time. Mm. So I'm really because I, I didn't really want to go back on antidepressants because I had a really hard time coming off of them. Um, you know, that's the withdrawal and some of the side effects and stuff. And I was like, I'm not that person. Like, I don't need to do it. But like, if you need it. And, like, if I'm having trouble getting through my life, fucking do it. I don't mm. know why I was being so stubborn about it. Um, but I, since then, I've been a lot less stressed out about my personal life. Mm. And then my mom moved in, which I'm glad that I was on those because there was a little couple of, you know. Hey, tornado, yeah. whirlwind coming through. Um, so we've kind of leveled out a little bit. It's been okay. It's been okay. She's doing a lot better. Um, mentally, I think, being mm-hmm. at home instead of being in an assisted living where everyone's way older than she is. Right. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's been okay. There are still some rough spots, but thanks to the Zoloft, I'm like, <laughs> whatever, just keep on moving. You are the picture of that dog uh, with in the office with the fire around it, and you're like, <laughs> yes, this that's is fine. fine. Yeah. This is like, fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. I got Zoloft. Hey. No <laughs> that should be their advertisement. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Zoloft. This is fine. This meme. Yeah. <laughs> This is fine. Everything is fine. Fire around me. So, but everything else is good. And like everything has sort of been getting, you know, putting itself into a pattern. So that's been my life the last couple months is kind of figuring all that shit out. Ryan? Yes. Who are you? (laughs) Where have you been? (laughs) Where have I been? Do you still want to work with us? What's happening? What's going on? I've been working. Ryan works so much uh, now. Doing full time, whatever it's called. Promotions manager? Yeah. You're like, I don't even <laughs> well, know. Well, what whatever I, do. I am. I seem to be doing a lot of different things. So, How still you, trying to figure it out. How have you been feeling with everything? Um, I kind of feel disconnected from the things that I really am good at. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm being utilized in the correct way, mm. but I don't necessarily know where to go next. Mm. So, I'm just kind of writing it out. Yeah. What is it that you want to do? I just want to do something creative, mm-hmm. not so much like managerial or um, schedule type stuff. Like, right. I'm not really, I, I mean, I can do that. It's just, it takes away brain power from the stuff that I could really be getting good at. Mm. So like mm-hmm. creative video, photo stuff, or just any sort of, um, even like incorporating that into like marketing or something like working with the promotions teams and stuff. It's like, I could do Don't hit a the better. Yeah, it's it's like a really bad echo. I could do uh, a better job on the other side of things, I believe. But mm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just sort of seeing if uh, I can wedge my way over there eventually. Right. Now, does that mean you would you would eventually leave us? No. If I can incorporate that into the morning show, which <clears throat> I believe we can do, and that's the direction that we're going and all that, but is right. there the money part of it that's mm-hmm. going to happen. Right. You know? Right. 
that's just that's the sucky part about any business because like when they, you have a vision. They, they were like oh cool i i well what happened was i got a new job video uh video editing at ashley furniture corporate so i was going to do all their like advertisements and stuff and social media and um then i put in my two weeks here and they were like oh hold up hold up and they did like this crazy like i've never ever seen this at, at cox before is like three-day turnaround here's your new job right yeah you really right. you really lit a fire under them mm-hmm. but um that i i get it it was like a last ditch effort to like figure something out mm-hmm. for the time being so that's why i'm not you know actively like yeah. i know this is like an interim kind of thing but mm-hmm. i don't know how long it's gonna last mm. right but um i wish that they would just be like hey here's the executive producer for the morning show which brings in like a ton of revenue to hot 101.5 obviously mm-hmm. so like where's that budget right like why can't i just focus 100 percent on what i've been good at for the past two years right that is one of the most frustrating things about radio and i've never i i try not to let it piss me off too much because i also understand that i don't know i've never in my career looked at a budget right i've never looked at the balance sheet to know like here's what has here's what's coming in here's what's going out they have to pay for our insurance and all that other stuff so i don't know all those tables that yeah, are turning. Neither, but i don't know i know what it takes to put on the type of show that could be really uh, competitive, which we are, but I know what it would take to take us to the next level. Um, and they just would for it just isn't happening right yeah. now. But you know, we get a, we get around it by that is frustrating. It is, it is. And so, but I try not to take it personal, which probably once a week I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna say, Miguel. You get in your your what I don't know what it is. Your feels, or yes. your, you stew about it mm-hmm. one day out of the week, yeah. and then you, they're like, yeah. "I just want to be outside." Yeah, yeah. And I'll then like you come see- in the next day, and you're like, "Well, I'm feeling better now." It's great. I yeah. love everybody. It's so great. It's so great. But you know what? What I think really helps, and what I love so much about um, the family, and when we say that on the air, uh, we say the Miguel and Holly family. When we started here, a couple of people behind the scenes were like, it sounds really pandering and it just sounds sort of like not in demo with like the people that are supposed to listen to the radio station and i'm like let us do what we do like and they're like it's not hip enough right is it cool it's not really cool to say family (laughs) right Okay. Yeah, go for yourself. Oh, um, okay. Oh, sorry. I just, I, I guess. Hip. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. See, we got a 21 year old. Okay, Miguel, like, of course not. He's going to say that. Of course. No, I, I use family as a hey, fam. word. Yeah. He says fam. Family. I say fam. Yeah. When on the Twitter, it's say fam. But still family. I mean, it's a community. Yeah. People that you count on. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. Just makes me angry. <laughs> uh, but I love that they, Miguel and Holly family, repeat back what like our mission statement is for the show and like what we try to do with every bit that we do every time we open up the microphones and everything that we put out on social media is cultivating that family and you all listening repeat that back to us and so that keeps me motivated and knowing that we don't have it exactly like we want to and it may not ever be how i envision it should be but we keep getting closer and closer to that every day. Right. And so mm-hmm. that that gives me me life. All right. Are you the okay? more that you the more that you reach for what you want, the more that 
the other people will compromise with you and mm-hmm. then you gradually build up yeah. your vision. Exactly. It's like what Angela, our life slash talent coach, said about keep keeping on moving the ship every day a yes. little bit. Because uh-huh. otherwise, if you don't, then the right. ship ends up way mm-hmm. over in somewhere that you did not plan to be. Right, exactly. And so that's one of the things in having Scott help out on the show. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always wanted someone who was, um, you know, did stuff that, you know, we're, we're not too good at that. I'm not 21 anymore. Also, like, we're not that... I don't know if we ever told the story on the podcast. Probably we have. But Scott has never heard the story, and I'm not sure if Ryan did. But, like, Miguel used to be utilized as, like, the street stunt person, like mm-hmm. the bit guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. just because he was, like, the third <laughs> mic. And they're like, oh, let's, we're going to send Miguel out. Ha, ha. Okay, let me tell you how well the Miguel out of the street bits would go. So the fair was in town, and this is not even politically correct nowadays. I remember this. This was so you can We couldn't do that. Like, so many, so much shit that we did back in the day you oh can't do now because no. it's not politically correct. No. And this is probably one of those things. But, like, the fair was in town back in Panama City. Mm-hmm. So um, th- we were like, okay, Miguel, you're going to go out, and you're going to talk to the carnies. Mm-hmm. Is that anybody? I don't even that. know if that's a bad word. Now. I'm sorry if it is. I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. The people that work at the carnival, the, fair the, fair. Folk, the carnival the, employees. Yes, yeah. The oh. fair folk. Uh, he's gonna go and talk to the fair folk, the carnies, and figure out what we. Like, oh, I, it was if they'd been in jail. Right. Right. God, mm-hmm. it was so awful. It so was like, horrible. What was the percentage? How many teeth? Well. <laughs> how many teeth? Well, so he, here's <laughs> the what, teeth to jail ratio. Yes. Oh my God. It's <laughs> probably that. Okay, listen. Well, okay. This was before things got super PC. Well, now see, here's what would happen: is we would sit in these brainstorming meetings, and the guy we work with, Kramer, would be like, "Ah, teeth to jail ratio." And in my soul, I would be like, "Oh my God, this is so awful. I can't ask these people this." So then I'd be like, "You know what? I love radio. I'm gonna do the damn thing. I'm yeah. gonna do my job." And so then I would go, and then I would maybe ask the question, and then they would give me like this really just sort of like pain to look and I'd be like so what was your childhood like like what led you here to this moment that you're working at the carnival (laughs) I mean what has the conditions been like for you I mean what sort of home life do you have now are you married it would turn into this like Oprah segment of these carnival workers being (laughs) like well you know I lost my mom at a young age and some of y'all would come back from with this audio and we're like we can't use this. No. <laughs> what the hell is this? It would, uh, every street bit would turn into Oprah on the streets where yeah. we're just <laughs> getting down to people's roots and it's like supposed to be funny, but now it's not at all funny. We're like, oh, scrap I that. mean, listen, if I were on NPR back then, I would have had some uh, compelling it content. It even happened when it was Santa versus Santa <laughs> where Miguel was going to be black Santa and go walk up to a white Santa and be like, Santa, what you doing? And then Santa's like, well, you know, all the children in the world. And Miguel's like, I know. And I'm like, I, damn. I I just wish all these poor kids would just have something to look forward to because I grew up poor too and I didn't have these sort of things as kids. And then we'd just be like, Miguel can't do this anymore. We can't do this. We just, and so we stopped and I never did it. So, but that's something like when we had you on to do the audio with the, uh, from Pride. Uh, which you can find at hot1015tampabay.com. Yeah. Um, it was so much fun to be able to have that sort of um, life onto the show. Yeah. And so, like we said, just getting it closer and closer and closer to uh, where we want to be. So thank you, Scott, for you know helping out and bringing a, you know, a whole other element to the show well, that we been wanting. Uh, y'all give me the opportunity, so I, I thank you. Yeah, don't fuck it up. Oh. I'm trying not to. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Every day I'm trying right. not to. <laughs> Moving the ship a little bit. Yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 
I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to end this one a little bit early because Holly has to get to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Um, and I feel like... Dentist, actually. A dentist. Mm. Uh, we will hopefully, you know, make these maybe a little bit shorter so we'll actually get them out once a week. Um, so let's we will... Let's try. We're going to... Uh, let's make an effort. We will. I think it. what we'll do is... Um, because the summer is a little wonky, but maybe once, Scott, you know what your schedule is, we can set a time that, like, every Tuesday at, like, 11, we're going to record it. Like, it didn't get blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Move the ship. Move the ship, girl. Move it, honey. I like it. Closer mm-hmm. and closer. Uh, so, Scott, what we do at the end of the podcast. Have you ever listened to our Uncensored podcast? No. 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 I didn't even know it was there. It's two points off. Yeah. Well, I- <laughs> Well, yeah. Two points from Gryffindor. Two points from <laughs> Gryffindor. How dare you not listen to this broadcast with amazingness? Mm. Kidding. Uh, we uh, give our social media accounts at the end of this. Oh yeah. So Scott, you get the first crack at it. What's all? What's? Oh, oh fuck. Here we go. Do, do oh, you God. have? Is, is all your social media uniform? Yeah, yeah. It's all the same thing. Scott, it's literally just my name. It's just Scott Tavlin. Scott Tavlin. S C O T T T A V L I N. That's it. Well, ho- ho- what? Well, I have to play that back in slow motion. I know, motion. you just spelled oh. that so fast, I was yeah. like... S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. For oh, cool wait. pics and videos. Oh, for yeah. Cool. Now, what, what sort of cool pics and videos are we getting over here? Oh, wait, I never did the, the thing. Scott, describe yourself. Okay. Uh, if you're looking at me, I would say, you know, I'm not as tall as some might say, but I think I bring something a little extra. About, oh. You know, five, oh. five, eight and a half, blonde hair, short. Usually spike it up in the middle. I, <laughs> yeah, I try to keep a, a good physique. I'm working on my fitness. Uh, what color eyes do you have? I have blue eyes. Uh-huh. Thank you to my parents. Uh, I'm, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> if we couldn't tell by the name Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>. Scott. <laughs> the no. whitest name possible. We got it. We got it. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also into fitness. Fitness. Uh. French fries. Fit, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fitting something else in that yeah. Uh Scott, what uh, size shoe do you wear? Okay. I Whoa. wear, yeah, I, sometimes it's an 11. Oh. So it just depends. You know, it does range. Hey. It ranges. It ranges. All right. 10 and a half, 11. 10 and a half, 11. I mean, I'm only 5'8", so, you know, anything That's all right. it gets awkward if it's bigger. Too. Hey, no, it's fine. I'm 5'9". I got big feet. Hey. 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 Big socks. Big socks. Lord. <laughs> Holly, what? What's your social media? Radio Holly, except for Facebook, which is. <laughs> oh come on! Type in Holly on Hot 101.5, you'll find it. Ryan, <laughs> um, oh, I don't think I do Snapchat anymore. Does anybody still do Snapchat? I actually still do. I, I will. I'll take my Insta story and put it, it has on Snapchat. Oh no! Yeah, I just switched. cut it out. I yeah. rarely it's, do Snapchat. Yeah, rarely. Me too. No, it's Radio McGib M C G I B. So Instagram. And then Facebook. Pretty much just Instagram. Yeah. Just Instagram, really. Yeah. You don't even know how to do Twitter. Twitter Girl. is the same, but I don't. I'm not active. I know. I think <laughs> I Every tweeted t- you they, like five weeks ago. Well, you guys this morning it. had something from Hillsborough County, and I'm like, I don't see what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is going you're on? Like, Where is this happening? You're like, what in tarnation <laughs> is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Holly's like, Hillsborough County tweeted us. They're listening and want us to talk about this, and I'm like. 
How do okay. I find what they're doing on this Twitter box? <laughs> well, it's a Why don't they put it on Instagram? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you can find me, Miguel Fuller, uh, everywhere. Just M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, because it's all about branding and making people find you easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to the podcast several different ways, hot1015tampabay.com, on the free Hot 1015 app, or on your iTunes store, on your iPhone. Just type in Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Until next week. Come on, baby. Bye. Mm. Want more Miguel and Holly? Listen to past episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored at Hot1015TampaBay.com, the Hot1015 app, or on iTunes.